So welcome, Chris Chambers, lovely to have you along to this Let's Chat session. Um, like to introduce uh, myself, my name's Michelle Payne, I'm one of the programme managers at the Inform team. And like I said, with Chris Chambers uh, from uh, Ordnance Survey. Hi Michelle, welcome. great to be here, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, as you said, I'm Chris Chambers, I'm the head of the PSGA at Ordnance Survey. Oh, lovely to have you Chris, and thanks for taking the time out today. Uh, well, we'll just crack on straight with it. Um, can you just tell us a little bit about the programme that you had to deliver? Yeah, the PSGA is uh, the largest uh, commercial contract we've ever had with, with government. It's a contract with the Geospatial Commission, part of the Cabinet Office. And it basically is a billion pound investment in, in new data, in uh, new ways to access that data and in freedoms for our customers to share data. So three really important elements uh, underpinning that, that investment. It also, uh, the PSGA also uh, underpins uh, the business as usual activities of uh, Ordnance Survey uh, over a 10 year period. So uh, it's both an investment project, but also uh, underpinning a, a significant proportion of Ordnance Survey's BAU activities. And thinking about that, Chris, thanks for that overview. You know, why does change communications play such an important part in uh, uh, an initiative such as this? Oh, it, it, it's massive. The PSGA is the biggest change that's happened to Ordnance Survey in decades, basically. Um, so if you imagine that around 800 or 80, 80 to 90% of Ordnance Survey staff are affected by the PSGA in, in, in a positive way and in a change to their working practices. So if you think about those BAU activities, you've got surveyors, you've got uh, technology programmers, you've got uh, customer support staff, you've got people ranging all the way from customer support center all the way up to, to heads of who are starting to look at different ways of working. Uh, so in terms of uh, looking at different ways of working and trying to uh, understand what this new contract means for them. And the contract for the BAU elements uh, very much meant that uh, they had new ways of working. So we had a, a single customer who we had to, uh, to, 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 uh, to meet their requirements. There was a series of key performance indicators that we need to hit on, a, on an annual basis. So we're very much being measured by a third party on our performance. So trying to change those behaviours away from uh, where we're uh, where targets are self-imposed or by our end users, very much to a performance-related contract, commercial contract with a third party. So changing those behaviours was, was really key. The second bit around the investment uh, was very much around, you know, change there is all about those three things I said earlier, uh, changing the, the data that we capture, changing the uh, technology that we use and the ways of accessing that, that data, and also a change in freedoms for our third parties. Going back to that, that's a huge change for us to both deliver, but also for our teams to understand. They need to understand what they need to do, they need to understand why they're doing it, and they need to understand the benefits to our customers. So all of this is, is a huge amount of change for you know, the, the, the nearly 800 people within Ordnance Survey who is affecting. And also, you know, they need to support the nearly, you know, nearly 10,000 customers that are being impacted by that change as well. So really important to make sure that our teams understood uh, the change and were bought into it so that they could pass on that to our to our customers. And so thinking about that, how does and how does working with an external partner um, help deliver in in that work? So I've always been a, a big fan of, uh, you know, get the right expertise at the right time. Uh, so when the PSGA uh, started back in 2020, um, we didn't have the expertise in Ordnance Survey at the time to, to deliver that sort of uh, change management. So what we went to do is went out to the market and we, uh, we, we looked around for uh, who was the, uh, the most appropriate organisation. 
um, because we wanted them to bring in their expertise they've had from uh, from any uh, previous customers uh, to try and assist us in in how um, the uh, how we could deliver the best possible change uh, for our teams. So we were really obviously keen to try and get uh, the best possible people uh, in, in to do that role with, working with us. Uh, and what, that's what we did. And we found uh, Inform via that process as well, which is really great. And, and would you think that, um, you know, working side by side as we have, um, you know, bouncing ideas off each other, um, how do you view us in terms of that sort of external sort of view in? Um, how did you how did you find that? Yeah, it's a really interesting word you've used there, where you've talked about bringing an external view in, um, whereas actually from day one, I always treated uh, the informed team as part of the team, actually, rather than an external view. So I think it's really important to me to make sure that you know you were part of the team um, and that uh, we very much used the expertise you have got from outside, but brought that in to, be, to make sure that the team understood that, used that expertise to deliver for us for Ordnance Survey. So um, whilst, you know, we, we, we've all got external expertise, we've all got external experiences, but it's really important to bring that into the team. And I think that's what we did very quickly with uh, Michelle and Robin, uh, looking at working with us um, to make sure that we could uh, get the most from that learning from their previous experience, but also to make sure we implemented it within our team structure as well really quickly. But I think going back to what I said earlier, um, we don't have that experience. We don't have that change management within Ordnance Survey. And it was critical uh, to try and, the, 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 I think the three main areas were probably trying to explore ideas with you. So that's one thing I really valued was actually, if I had an idea or you had an idea, we, went, we had a conversation together, a two-way conversation about an idea, how to make the change happen. I think the other thing was you know, looking to you and Robin as, as uh, your crystal friends and advisors. So, you know, I really value your view. You know, I really valued your inputs uh, the whole way through the, the investment and the, uh, the change. Uh, because I think, you know, you have that experience that I don't have. Uh, you, you know, you want to surround yourselves with experts who know things that you don't. And in this instance, that, that exactly happened. Uh, we should make, make use of the knowledge that, that you and Robin uh, and the team uh, back at Inform had and uh, make the most value from that as, as part of the team. I think, yeah, it's true to say that, um, you know, working with you and the team, we never see it as anything else but being very much part of the team. And um, that's evident in the way that we work, the relationships that we've built since um, during that time. And it's something that I've really, really enjoyed. Um, it's been yeah. a really, really great experience. Yeah, same so with us. Thank you very much. Now, yeah. <laughs> um, but thinking about the way in which the team worked, um, and also thinking about your own recent personal experience, I wanted to talk about how using technology such as Microsoft Teams um, and SharePoint um, has enabled the program to continue working uh, throughout what has been a really, really sort of difficult time. Uh, it's fundamental. We, we couldn't have delivered what we have delivered without technology. It, 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 it would have been impossible. You know, we went to... Uh, the contract started on the 1st of April 2020. And, you know, you, you'll remember that uh, the lockdown yeah. happened in March 2020. So to try and start this implementation, to try and do this change management, um, starting from day one uh, during lockdown at, at, at its worst time, you know, it was absolutely fundamental to try and use uh, technology. We had to because all of our staff were based remotely. 
And even in standard times, Ordnance Survey, you have people who are based remotely. You know, not everyone is in, is in the Southampton headquarters. I think it's about 50%. Whereas actually, you know, the other 50% of the people, those 800 people we were talking about, are based remotely in the field. You've got surveyors out there. You've got people yeah. in, in IT. You've got customer support staff all around Great Britain. So even without the pandemic and lockdown, it would have been important. But with it, it was it was absolutely critical. And the great thing is that um, you know yourself and, and Robin and the Inform team really embraced that change and, and helped us to use uh, Teams. So Microsoft Teams is, is the a tool of choice ordnance survey. We used that and embraced it for for communicating and engaging uh, with all of the teams across ordnance survey during that difficult time. So I mean it was absolutely critical. And then you asked from a personal perspective. I mean, for me, yeah. you know, the pandemic was was uh, very challenging, as, as it was for many people. I, I wasn't affected in, in as many bad ways as others are. But actually, it provided an opportunity for me, um, whereas I found that I could do my job remotely. I could do my job uh, working from home. At the time, working from home was Southampton, because I, I used to be in the head office five days a week. There, but actually, you, did. you know, my, my, my family are all up north. All my friends are up north. They're all in Leeds, Liverpool, Newcastle, you know, Manchester. So, um, you know, the, this, this opportunity of, of the pandemic showing that I could work from home gave me the impetus and to, to, to ask, ask Ordnance Survey to allow me to, to relocate. So rather than work from home from Southampton, what's the difference between me working from home in Southampton versus working from home in my new location, Manchester? So that's what I did. I asked the question and, uh, and OS very, you know, very uh, gracefully agreed. So during the pandemic, back in December uh, 2020, I made the move up to uh, up to Manchester, and uh, and for the last year I've been doing my job from there, and you know the results speak for themselves. We're still delivering, uh, the the team is still doing an incredible job, and we we have a really good way of hybrid uh, working, both uh, sometimes in the office with some people in the office in Southampton, other people working from home, uh, people working in the office two or three days a week, other people working from home permanently, uh, all over Britain. So the technology is a massive enabler by that. Uh, and I think we OS have embraced that technology really well. But also, uh, the Inform team have embraced that technology as well. Um, and I, I'm just thinking about the the point that you raised there about um, the fact that you were in fact one of the trailblazers. You were the first really to make that move, knowing about the capabilities that the job could be done. You had the right tools to do the job. But you know, like you say, you've spent a year in Manchester away from head office. Have you used tools such as teams for like recruitment purposes and has that been different um you know interviewing somebody on teams versus in real life well i mean it, it it's, it's funny i've done several things via technology you know the first of which is uh, I, I did a bbc television interview via technology oh, you know, it wasn't yes, in face to face yeah yeah exactly um you know one of the things that makes me blush but it's a very good example where i wasn't in a studio um i wasn't in uh, you know i wasn't in the uh, the immediate office in 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 southampton in the headquarters I was in my daughter's bedroom. I was using her high chair as the, the stand and using books to, to prop up the laptop. And, you know, the technology worked. It meant I could go on to a live BBC News interview for five minutes. It meant that they could see me. I could see them. I could hear them. They could get, I could get my points across about the value of Ordnance Survey's data during the, during the COVID-19 pandemic. And it worked. You know, you, you can't, know, you can't you say very good. That's very kind. <laughs> I think I was, I was average at best, but um, it was you very, very kind. Good. Um, you know, and, and so that's that's one example. Um, you know, there's been lots of radio interviews have done, uh, which has done the same. Um, there's also been, uh, you know, things around, I say, interviewing uh, for both people to recruit into. Yes, absolutely. Done lots of that. But really, I think when you talk about interviewing, I think 
uh, the pandemic and the technology, importantly, has allowed us to see that you can recruit people away from the office. So, you know, we now recruit a lot more people away from Ordnance Survey headquarters in Southampton so that we get the best person for the job, not necessarily mm -hmm. the best person who is located, who is willing to locate in the Southampton office. Yeah. And that's been a real change in, in looking at who then applies for jobs um, because it, it's meant that we could tap into a much wider resource um, to, to get the best possible talent. So we've really embraced that. In fact, we have whole new categories of workers at OS of people that are able to work from home uh, wherever they are in the country um, to, 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 so that they can get the best possible person. So, yeah, really, really embraced that. And Teams has been fantastic, um, as has a, a number of other tools as well. But, yeah, really, really loving it. So do you think, though, I mean, uh, work in a, a data-led industry, um, you know, we've just been talking about the heavy use of technology. How do we keep the essence of people and those connections alive when, you know, we don't we don't see each other? Well, we haven't seen each other for, what, a year? Yeah, I, I think it's a really important point to make technology work for what you want it for. So, you know, there's... there's um, you should, the, I think there's a risk that you do back-to-back -back meetings 24-7 and, and, and tools enable that. You, know, you don't have to go between meeting rooms. You don't have to stop for a coffee break. You don't have to you know, be caught by someone in, 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 a, in a conversation. But some of the best things happen when you just dedicate time to people. So I think you have to really make sure that you are dedicating that time to non-work-related things. So, you know, I remember we have uh, you know, a team meeting on a Friday morning and we have uh, the, the, the small team of us catch up and we're not allowed to talk about work. We have a half an hour where we laugh about the fact that someone's made an idiot about themselves or someone's got a handover or someone's got these plans for the weekend. That's a really important thing. And same as I remember, you know, we've, we've had instances where we've done uh, cocktail nights. You know, we, we, I remember yeah. doing cocktail nights for when someone left and we had a nice party for them leaving and we did cocktails all evening and you know, one or two people had a few too many cocktails, didn't they, Michelle? Um, and you, know, you get to the stage where, you know, but that's still all over technology because we couldn't have got together. You know, we were a team, some people based in Southampton, some in Manchester, some in Bristol, some in uh, London. Mm -hmm. And you couldn't really have done that very easily without, especially during a lockdown, you know, without the technology. But there you can see that you make the technology work for you. We wanted to have a social catch up and we had it. Um, and then, you know, we used several of Robin's terrible quizzes as well. But you know, again, trying to make sure that you do have those human to human connections, not just talking about work. Um, but that's just about, for me, it's about making time for those connections and not just using your time for talking about work items all the time. I think sometimes technology can be used as a, as a blaming tool, uh, whereas actually yeah. I see it as an enabler. So I think you know, it's, how you, it's how you embrace the technology is the important thing, not, not the technology itself. Um. And can I be so brash and bold as to ask you, you know, you've worked with us for some years now, you know, yeah. what for you um, is the informed difference? If you were to think about other other consultancies that you've worked with in the past, what, what's different about us for you? Okay, so that's a yeah, great question. So uh, we have worked with, uh, I, I've worked with a lot of consultants over the years and consultancy firms. I think the, um, the two things that really stood out to me is how quickly you became part of the team. So you really, really got involved with the team as individuals. So making sure you brought yourselves to the to the, the the project was a really big thing for me. So you know, getting to know you and Robin and Katie uh, and others, you know, Tom uh, was a really big part of of 
getting comfortable with you and, and you really understanding what we were trying to do. So I think that's just, it's a bit of a trite comment, but you being humans and being part of the team was a really big point. So you actually never really felt you worked for Inform. It always felt like you worked for Ordnance Survey, which mm -hmm. is a really important thing for me. But conversely, the other thing that was really good was that you do work for Inform and you were able to call back into head office or you know we call it Inform Towers. Um, you could call back to Inform and, and get experts to help out when it was needed. So using you know brilliant people like Katie Burrell to start to um, you know use her communications expertise when we needed that at times or, or Tom, Tom Dunmore. You know those people were able to be brought in at the right times to support you and Robin and to support Ordnance Survey. So it was having you and Robin as you know so so deeply embedded in what we were doing as part of the team, but also you being able to reach back and uh, get that expertise uh, when it wasn't you know yourself or Robin being the, the best person for it was really really valuable. Thank you. That's lovely. Lovely to to hear. We certainly do feel part of the team, um, and it's um, like I said earlier, it's just been such a great experience. So Chris, I just want to say. Thank you for your time today. Um, it's been lovely catching up with you um, yeah. and um, just hearing about the challenges and um, your great life up north now. <laughs> yeah, you're always, you're always welcome to visit me, Michelle. You know that. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least you've got one friend down south. I'd say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. You can take me out for a few beers one day. I'd love to. Thanks, Chris. Cheers.